Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Crits and Grits, an actual play Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition podcast set in the accursed realm of Georgia. Tonight, we're bringing you a new adventure, Friday Night with a K, Fights. We have not abandoned the long winter or new IP. We're just putting them on hold for a little bit. Uh, we're still playing 5th edition. We're still in the accursed realm of Georgia, and we're still doing our best. With us tonight are our players. We're going to start with Abby. Hello. Hello, Abby. And then Jeff. Hi there. Uh, Drew. Hi. What? Normally we call you Dr. Deebs. I, I, I decided to give you your real name. I'm sorry. No, uh, and my Dr. Deebs. You made Mr. up Dr. a name for Deebs? Wow. <laughs> we can fix it in post, I guess. Uh, or should I take it back to one? Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, and myself, Alex. Hello, I'm Alex. Uh, with Gary tonight as our dungeon master. Now, that's right. I'm back as the dungeon master, bitches. <laughs> uh, one other quick thing: we're going to be doing character introductions in the episode. Um, and I guess right now we'll just do like what we're playing. Hey, Alex, how about you uh, introduce your character? Oh sh- no, no, I can't do that. I can't introduce that I'm playing a shifter paladin. What about you, Jeff? What are you playing? Oh, hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, I'm going to be playing as uh, Waliabar Imgavat. Uh, he's a... Uh, uh, I forgot the word for Fearbolg for a second there. Uh, he's a Fearbolg druid. I forgot to say that my character's name is Paul. Paul Howland McCall. Uh, what about Abby? What are you, Who are you playing tonight? I am playing Entropy, a tiefling sorcerer. I know, I'm super original. Don't steal my ideas. <laughs> Uh, good Dr. Deebs. Uh, what about you? I am playing SK8, who is a Warforged Bard. All right, and last but not least, Gary, uh, who are you playing tonight? Uh, everyone that uh, our listeners are going to hate. That <laughs> I guess some people that the listeners may love. We'll, we'll see. I'm not great at making uh, likable NPCs. <laughs> that is a lie, and you know it. Okay, we all love Gar, and we wish Gar was here. Um, hey, quick question, <clears throat> and totally not a bit. What is the website that our D&D characters are on? D&D Beyond. Tonight's episode not sponsored by D&D Beyond. Oh. Hey, D&D Beyond. If, Unless if you, you want to ask. If you want to throw some money our way, then uh, that's cool, because we're looking to upgrade to Foundry. I ask because I had a issue with my computer at work, and so one of the IT people... Um, logged on like remotely logged on my computer to troubleshoot it and they're like oh let me just clear your caches and cookies and we'll see if that improves the function of the program and i was like this no. is the most intrusive thing another human being has ever done to me in my entire life what <laughs> so now i don't know what websites are called anymore because google has hamstrung my entire ability to form a complete thought um I'm going to have to do that just in case anyone, like, decides to look at any of my computers. Dramatic. Okay. I found my character. All right, my so character were they looking at all your dinosaur websites? No, they were trying to get, like, a... It was a, it was a like, hospital program that I need to access, to be able to access remotely. And they were like, oh, let me just, do like, delete all your cash and cookies and see if that makes the VPN work better. And I was like... Oh, okay. My bad. I guess I should have asked. Did did they delete all of your dinosaur websites then? Um, I don't really have a lot. Those are the most important part. Websites. 
a dinosaur. Pun. You just have this knowledge in your head. Actually, I have a really good one. Um, okay, so uh, you you fuckers ready for this? Hold on, I'm gonna pitch my dinosaur <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Uh, oh, you're doing a dinosaur oh, podcast on the side it's, without it. It's one that I just really like. It's called Terrible Lizards, and it's really, really good. It's done by two British people, and one of them is a paleontologist, and the other is a comedian. And so it's oh, okay. Good. I'm actually going to have to check that out. That sounds funny. pretty cool. That, that sounds dope as hell. It is. Listeners, this may be the hardest I will go in uh, DMing, so uh, I guess sit back and listen. All right, so we fade in from black, and we see a woman standing, muscles relaxed, but ready. Her ornate backless plate armor flows smoothly into an armored dress. Her eyes glow with the celestial light, bright and piercing. Much like her RGB LED-infused armor, shield, and warhammer, she waits for her opponent to make his first move, and possibly his last. Across from her, we see... A powerfully built orc. Just a hulking mass of muscle, he's adorned with a collection of pelts and furs. And though the pelts look rough, there's a certain manufactured quality to them. Even the dirt stains are perfect and just shaped to look authentic. He helps a blackened bit of steel, a huge gnarly battle axe. The crowd around the arena explodes in cheers. The camera zooms around, and we see a packed Mercedes-Benz Stadium. That's right, it's 2022, and we're in Georgia, people. The camera pans even further from Atlanta to a restaurant in a small town at the eastmost point of Metro Atlanta, where all eyes are on projection screens, packed patios, packed restaurant, packed bar seating. The entire place is packed. Uh, everyone's there to watch the match in its 8K glory at Jordan's so-called Bar and Grill. It's the only place in this town with the Carlco Enchanted screens installed. And uh, the Carlco uh, brand saying, be there or be square. So uh, Jordan's so-called Bar and Grill is the only venue in town with the new Carlco Enchantments where you can smell the grass on the battlefield and you can feel the wind just whifting by your face. All eyes are on the match between the Contemptible Harpies and the Ruin Hawks. But the guttural yell, Brody of the Ruin Hawks, launches himself, bringing his mighty axe down and around with two wild swings. Holly Day deflects the first strike with her shield, and the RGB lighting in her shield flashes red. But the second strike catches Holly in the side, the axe sinking into her armor. The crowd goes wild at first contact. But this is the moment that Holly was waiting for with Brody unable to free himself and not wanting to disarm his weapon so early in the match, she brings her Warhammer down. The screen of the Be There, Be the Square projection flashes white. The entire stadium is filled with a bright light, so is the restaurant, and you can hear the sounds of the patrons in this restaurant down the street. Uh, you can hear it going past the little fruit stand. We see... A tailor shop, flipping their sign from open clothes and still hear the cheers. Until we find ourselves in front of an unassuming repair shop, nestled just off the square, with convenient parking for people that are going to the square, but not this repair shop. And in this repair shop, we see our players closing down the sphere for the night. Uh, what do we have left to do? Are we done yet, boss lady? 
misentropy? Uh, coach is just like in the back, chilling. No, I'm sure we have look done. Oh, uh, can I roll a perception check to see? Uh, roll a perception check. Can I roll a performance check? Looks good enough to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is a dirty twenty. <laughs> dirty twenty. For- they said for perception or performance to make it look like perception. perception. Oh yeah, you're pretty much done. And with that perception check, you uh, see someone walking past the window and approaching the shop. And it is a. Uh, before we get into this person approaching the shop, how about uh, we get into your characters? Uh, we'll start with Alex. Uh, who's your character? What do they look like? What are they doing right now? Yeah, so uh, I am playing uh, former football, high school football champion, uh, current security guard, uh, Paul Howland McCall. Uh, he is a shifter paladin. Uh, he is uh, a big boy, to say the least. He's a little bit fuzzy. Uh, it's mostly because of he's a shifter and everything. Uh, you can't quite shave all of that fuzz away. Uh, he wears a nicely pl- uh, pressed uniform uh, with some scale mail uh, security armor over top of it. Uh, he has his shades and his security hat on, even though uh, it's night. Uh, and uh, it's it's a nice pale blue is uh, what the security uniform that they rented uh, for the store is, uh, along with his, his little badge that has his store name on it. And that store name is The Sphere. A repair shop that repairs magical items, and uh, that's pretty much it. Your competitors have prime square territory, like just directly on the square where they repair not only magical items, but cell phones and PCs. All right, we'll hop over to uh, Deeb's next. Tell us about your character. Uh, So in the back of the shop, um, carefully organizing all of the uh, yet-to-be-repaired and post-repaired but not returned or sold uh, items is a very uh, tall, lanky, thinly built, um, warforged, uh, kind of looks like a uh, Data from Star Trek, but with uh, like charcoal-colored skin. Um and uh, he is there's some um, like metal music playing like he is playing from his mouth speaker and listening to. Does he just like awkwardly have his mouth slightly open? No, it's not. It's not slightly <laughs> open. He just has his mouth wide open, and there's metal music emanating from it, and he is enjoying hearing the sound that he is making. Okay, Jeff, uh, tell us a bit about your character and what uh, Wally's up to right now. Yeah, so Wally's just, uh, you know, chilling. He's he's back in the back room, uh, one of the, like, back back rooms, uh, working on organizing some stuff and uh, definitely, definitely not, like, trying to waste time until the day's over. Uh, it's, it's not easy for him to hide, though, because he is, like, a seven-foot-tall uh beer bulk so like he's not subtle um but uh yeah he's a uh he's this like gingery chopped uh beer bulk who's uh kind of just wearing like 
the equivalent of like a hoodie, shorts, and just like a t-shirt and sandals that he very clearly made himself. All right, and last but not least, we got Abby. Tell us about your character, what she's doing right now. Um, she is staring at the windows, praying this person doesn't come in. Uh, number one. Uh, but she is a tiefling, kind of like pale skin, um, little bit of like a half elf ear going on. Um, long black hair and black horns coming out of her head that kind of curl forward just a little bit. Um, and I would describe her look as big titty goth girlfriend. Um, with her low heels on, she is about six feet tall, uh, absolutely dressed in goth corporate kind of clothing. Um, but just, you know, she's she's definitely got the big titties going on, but she has them tastefully covered because she is at work. And uh, your boss, Coach, steps out from the back. Uh, you all just call him Coach because he used to be a coach of some sort of team in the past. But now he runs a magical item repair shop. And, like, Coach comes out and looks over to Entropy and says, Oh, you know, Entropy, you, you really don't have to wear the corporate get up. This is a mom and pop operation. And Coach is a dwarf. Uh, spends a lot of his time at the forge. Knows a bit about enchanting, but mostly about, like, repairing actual metal type things. I mean, what was the point of buying a whole wardrobe once I got the promotion if I don't get to wear it? I mean, you you probably could have afforded that without the promotion. <laughs> Let's be honest, Andrew. I mean, yes, but I think it looks very nice. Uh, people are going to think you're the boss and I, I just work here. <laughs> That's great. I mean, you not as a criticism or anything, but you know... Maybe a polo wouldn't hurt. A nice collared button-down shirt. You should you should try it. I I can see um what my father has um that he hasn't worn in a while. See if it might fit you. Uh, your dad's a, a half elf, right? Um, yes. Yeah, I, I don't think that's gonna fit me. Entropy, uh, just to be honest. Well, I offered. Hey, yeah, I know. I appreciate the offer, but I feel more comfortable in this uh, leather apron here. And I mean, yeah, you can see the pit stains on the shirt, but it ain't too bad. And uh, I just want everyone, I just want everyone to roll an insight check. Is Coach a leather daddy? <laughs> <laughs> you roll high enough on that insight check, I will tell you. I mean, I rolled an 18, but I am still in the back room, in, like, yeah. the back, back room. Oh, if you're still in the back, back room, you you were not a... Not in. And a 22, Maybe. but I'm I'm all the way at the very front, right by the, uh, right by the counter and the door. Well, I guess it's just, uh, skate and entropy. Yeah, I mean, 19 for me, and I do want to know the Leather Daddy question... <laughs> but I don't think Entropy would care in the end. She just wants to know. <laughs> it was a 19. Uh, so uh, what would you roll? Yeah, 14. 14. Uh, so with the 14, uh, you don't really sense anything off. Uh, Coach is just, you know, regular guy likes wearing uh, just the uh, 
clothes you came into the shop with. Mm-hmm. Entropy. Uh, you can tell that coach is like holding back some tears right now. Oh no, I didn't mean to upset him. <laughs> All right, Entropy is gonna write herself a note when he's not looking to swing by uh one of the boutiques for her next shift. <laughs> Gift him some shirts. <laughs> you did not like uh, Entropy. Yeah, yeah, because it wasn't a 20. Like, a dirty 20 would have got you leather, daddy. Okay, but with <laughs> the background of my heritage, would I get advantage? <laughs> because you you know why. I don't know if I've dropped that fact yet. Yeah, I know why, and it, <laughs> it won't give you advantage. And I I will message you why <laughs> in a bit. Uh, okay. Is Entropy half succubus? Is that her tiefling background oh. no no like there would be nothing wrong with that in my eyes but she is uh tiefling okay. all right but uh you all see like a figure walking past the window and up to the front door and then uh walks right in because you technically still have five minutes before the uh, shop closes and uh you see a eladrin woman uh Pink hair, pinkish skin. You know, real spring feeling right now. Uh, Entropy, you remember helping this woman with a uh, necklace a while back. So do you, Wally. Uh, Paul, she uh, she was very nice to you when she was speaking common. But uh, Entropy (laughs) and the rest of the crew, she is here for her, uh, you know... Daily immersion into speaking common because she still does not speak common very well. She speaks Sylvan and Infernal great, but common not so much. Um, Entropy puts on her customer service smile. Ah, <laughs> uh, you just made it, didn't you? Just in the nick of time. How are you today? And uh, the Eladrin just says to you, an Infernal. Okay, that that's funny, Entropy. You know, pretending I'm not your friend when I walk in, just because it's ten minutes before close. Five minutes, really. Five, ten. I mean, it's not my evening you're ruining. It's everyone else in the back. I'm oh. pretty sure several of them are hiding out in the back stock room, and she kind of, like, raises her voice a little bit so that he can maybe hear. Uh... SKA like half shuts his mouth and uh, when nobody keeps talking he opens his mouth the music turns back up <laughs> upon hearing the words back room coach just like runs out to the front and, like oh oh we, we got a guest in for me yes we do um, I suppose I should ask did you have anything that needed repair today by the way coach also speaks infernal he understood that because uh, Entropy, you and Coach have probably had some conversations in Infernal in front of the boys. Oh, I mean, I was speaking in Common. Oh. Well, I guess I would have switched to Infernal to speak with her. And uh, she's like, well, I don't have anything to be repaired. Uh, see you around, Entropy. And she leaves. Always a pleasure. See you later. Uh, but before she hits the door, she looks Paul in the eyes and says, In Common. Lemon, pepper, extra wet. (laughs) Love, Atlanta. 
that's the nicest thing that thinks she's she's ever said to me. Uh, and uh, a, a single tear kind of rolls down his cheek when she says that. And she just walks out of the repair shop cackling. <laughs> it's like one of those apps that tells you what uh, food you are, but in real life. Am I a lemon pepper? Extra, uh, lemon pepper wet? Is that what you want to be? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds pretty great. Then embrace that vibe and live your truth. Uh, he's beaming uh, when she says that. I think I will. This is this is gonna be the, one of the best days I've had in a while. Oh. <laughs> hey, can we do like another customer? That'd be great. Let's just say Paul, Paul, I'm re- yeah. I'm really loving the hustle today, Paul. Uh, you, you know, you're you're a real go getter, and that's that's what I appreciate about you, Paul. You're you're a good kid, and you know, I I wish I could pay you more, but. It's understandable, sir. Don't even worry about it. Got my, uh, as the kids say, side hustle going, uh, doing things Paul, for the Paul, bottom Paul, mm-hmm. look, look, look me in the eyes, Paul. Oh, yes, sir. And he, 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 uh, he bends down a little bit for that. Okay, okay, you don't have to do it that <laughs> way, Paul. I'm just, I'm trying to be... I, I know what I said. Yes, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> I, I, I didn't mean... Lo- but Paul, Paul, you're what, twenty three, twenty four? You're you're still a kid. You you got your whole life ahead of you, Paul. I, I don't know why you're saying it as the kids say. I, I'm Paul. I'm ninety. Well, you wear really well. I I was I didn't know. Uh, that's still like a young adult in dwarf years, Paul. Oh, uh, I'm I'm sorry then. Wait, no. which yeah. way should this be going? I. You know, we, we've lost the train here, Paul. I, I don't know where we're going with this. Uh, do you want me to just start locking up at least? Yeah, yeah. And he walks over to the door, uh, starts to uh, lock up and everything. Uh, Paul, as you get to the door, you see a flyer that uh, Rio dropped. She is the uh, Aladrin that has come into your shop before. And come to your shop multiple times, you also solved a mystery involving her at a bar once. We did. That was in an episode zero. I hope uh, people subscribe to the thing, and then they could hear it, maybe. That'd be great. Well, technically, I solved that mystery. <laughs> Thank you. I helped. Thank you. I helped. I mean, you all came up with the wrong conclusion in the end, because I misled <laughs> everyone, but, you know. Uh, Paul picks up the flyer. Um, hmm. Uh, Miss Entropy, uh, I found something. Uh, Entropy had briefly stepped into the back so that the music will hide um, any of her laughter that she couldn't quite stifle after Paul uh, kind of leaned over to talk to Coach. Um, and she'll step back out a little bit and says, just uh, put it in the recycling. Coach is kind of laughing about the whole thing. Like, oh. you know how some places of work say, we're like a family here, but that means get the fuck away from that company? <laughs> uh, here, Coach doesn't explicitly say you're like a family, but that's what it feels like when you walk into this place. Like, you actually feel like family, even though uh, you're not doing you're not doing great as a repair this, shop. This shop has big Olive Garden energy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess so. 
the shop is what Olive Garden claims to be. Try, yes, we there we go. Everything. Welcome to the sphere. When you're here, you're like family. We also microwave way too much of our food. And there's dried pasta everywhere. We don't know where the breadsticks keep coming from. We think it has to do with something with Rick microwaving something. You can't at some eat point. too many breadsticks, please. For the love of God, we're drowning in breadsticks. Eat more breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just giving out free breadsticks with repairs now? Please. Yeah, Entropy has designed those like cute little like the paper bags for like to go breadsticks, and has put like the company logo on them and everything to make it this look like a nice. This is a mom and pop shop. Oh no, this is on her own dime because she's just so fucking sick of the breadsticks and she just wants to get rid of them. SK8 is also quite distressed about the breadsticks, but because he has been unable to figure out why it keeps happening. It is his greatest shame. Just the unlimited breadstick portal. He doesn't see it as a good thing. uh, You hear people like walking by the restaurant to their cars. Or, sorry, you hear people leaving uh, the restaurant, uh, I believe it was. Sorry, I was in the zone for a second with that and then forgot the name of the restaurant. Uh, Jordan Socal Bar and Grill. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's a television-themed restaurant based on one of the shows that's filming in your town square. The Leto Letters. Right, the Leto. <clears throat> Jordan Leto's passion project uh, about himself. It's gonna be good. Uh, it's been it's been a blast for Paul to uh, be working on the set of keeping uh, zombies from taking over every once in a while. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, Paul hands entropy the flyer and says, "I don't know the uh, Rio, Miss Rio. She dropped this." And, and tight. Uh, what is it? Uh, it's a flyer for an amateur adventurer's uh, exhibition. So. Like, people that didn't do adventuring as a sport in high school, kind of like the rec league of adventuring. Like an intramural adventure? Yeah, pretty much. But for just, like, adults that are not affiliated with this college or anything, it's like... She kind of holds it out for Coach and says, this looks like something a little more up your alley. And he just kind of looks at it and says, well, you know, my coaching days are over. I'm, I'm just happy to... Re- Wait a sec. Cash prize? Ooh, cash prize. Well, I would hope so. If you're going to put yourself in harm's way, you should at least get paid for it. Uh, it it's two weeks from now, cash prize. Uh, guys, do we need money for anything? And uh, you start to hear a rattling in the back. <laughs> is it coming from uh, your SK? Uh, everyone roll me a perception check. Wally and SK, your DC will be lower since you're in the area. Uh, Nine. A six. I got an 11. <laughs> Suck it. I got a 12. All right. <laughs> So the two of you are like in this room and you will both be at a 10. So you can clearly see where this is coming from. The microwave is just oh, like God, rumbling God. on the countertop. And like the smell of overcooked salmon and melting blue cheese starts to fill the air. And oh, a black God. smoke starts filling the workplace. 
Oh, God, not again. Nobody's going to believe will me. Shut his mouth, turn off the music, uh, and um, grab a couple of like random tools uh, out of his um, like work belt and uh, run over and just jab the tools. Like, not even like unscrewing or turning anything. He just jabs the tools at random spots into the microwave uh, to try to stabilize the, the magic energy. Uh, Roll me a... I don't know if I want to do this as Arcana or Sleight of Hand. I feel like Arcana. Or or would it be animal handling for getting this microwave under are control? You, are you animal handling for the microwave? Are kind of like warforged animals? Like like this this microwave is my, my pet that I'm friends with? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Stab that animal. Uh, if I... You don't know what this microwave is anymore. You have seen it, like, blink in and out of existence. More than a microwave should, which is yeah. zero times. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm hiding behind a bookcase um, right now. I guess Arcana, yeah, because I feel like at this point, SK-8 is his, like, what little emotional tie he has to anything, a lot of it is devoted to this microwave continuing to function. <laughs> Like he, he has few possessions and cares about very little in the world outside of this microwave. Oh no! All right, so you're ro- rolling an Arcana check to stabilize uh, this microwave. It's not good. Yeah, it's a getting ten? real unstable in here. <laughs> <laughs> Roll me a no. deck saving throw. Really? Uh, I got a seven. <laughs> Roll one d four for me. Uh, okay. There's four screwdrivers sticking out that's of fine. your chest. Um, alright, that's a two. Am I taking damage from, from this microwave? Uh, you were taking two damage and you were pushed back, uh, ten feet. Wally was hiding behind a bookcase, Wally's okay. fine. But you were pushed back ten feet and you take that two damage as, like, a shockwave explodes out from the microwave as it just emits this dark pulse of energy before that shockwave is pulled back into the microwave, and then it just blinks no. out of existence. The... Wally creating another shockwave as it leaves. Um, I told you, dude. Uh, I told you. Don't acknowledge it. Just let it do its thing. The, uh, like, you just, you can't get near it when it does in, that. In character, the reason why SK failed that dexterity saving throw is because he was like, I can hold it. I can hold it. Come on, baby. Uh, and <laughs> no, he's, yeah, he's talking to the microwave like Han Solo. He's like, hold it. I can hold it. I can hold it. Come on, baby. Stay with me. Hold together. And then it uh, does its like warpy thing. Um, and it's going to, it's like actually distraught. Like he opens his mouth and there's like a, just like, not e- like inhuman, like mechanical screaming terror, tearing sound, and he like falls down on his hands and knees. <laughs> and then, as quickly as that all happens, uh, he's fine. And it's just like, I apologize that you had to see that. It's it's okay. Thank you, Wally. That Your was in this time a lot. Means a lot to me. Yeah, dude. I'm I'm always here to support. Like I. I just don't quite understand how you handle things, but as long as you're doing okay, that's cool with me. I should have known. 
not to become attached. All things are temporary. I mean, it'll be back probably. Like it always. It. I. I just ignore the thing. Rick did his fish that time and ruined the whole thing. And ever since then, it's been wonky. So I just. I don't I even use it. it. Left because everyone has been ignoring it. I think with appropriate maintenance, it could have had ten. 15 more years of function at least. I feel like Nah, it'll be bad. Don't worry about it, dude. This is the first Is this the first time you've seen it disappear? The longest it's been gone. Every second is an eternity for that for microwave wherever it ended up. Dude, that thing's been gone for like three weeks before. (laughs) Entropy Paul, you two heard the two like burst of energy as the microwave shot out all that dark energy and then absorbed it all and disappeared. Sending out another shockwave. At this point, Entropy doesn't even flinch and just... (sighs) Again. And Coach just walks back to uh, Wally and... uh, Do you want to go by SK-8 or uh, B-01? SK-8 or or whichever is easier. I don't know. I think he would... Uh, I, I would probably refer to him as SKA, but um, I don't think he, he particularly cares. The whole thing is his name, and so like any part of it would just seem like a nickname. Uh, Coach just calls you a SK... Hey, SK, uh, you, you alright over there? I am awash in a sea of unfathomable sadness at the loss of the microwave, but this too shall pass. Oh, yeah. It happens. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Coach. I was just telling him about it. Like, it. Remember that time uh, Rick's crime hit itself for like three weeks. Yeah, wasn't that when he like put some scallops in there? Like they they weren't even cooked beforehand. It was just a handful of raw scallops. Honestly, I'm just glad the guy's gone. I don't ever know what happened to him though. All right, put in his two weeks like a regular guy. Uh, actually worked out the full two weeks, too. Is that the, like, official story, or...? Yeah, yeah, that's the official story. Uh, put in his two weeks, worked his two weeks. Okay, but, like... But you can, you can be straight with me, Coach. Because I know I haven't seen that dude around again. Like, what happened to him, though? Wally's big... Wally is big rolling some, like, conspiracy energy. He has... He has definitely, uh created this narrative in his mind that my boy Rick was eliminated. Uh, at this point, Entropy steps into the back. Uh, Coach would recognize the mischievous look on her face as she kind of like looks up at Wally and kind of like motions for him to lean a little bit closer and holds up her other hand like she's about to whisper. Uh, he like leans forward and down a little bit. See... You know how I tell everyone at the end of the day to make sure you carefully dispose of all dust in case it's pixie dust and not regular dust? Oh, yeah, he didn't really carefully. Dangerous. Yeah, he, on his last day, he didn't carefully dispose of it. But, <gasps> no you know, way. just keep that between you and me, because I don't want to refile all the paperwork and things like that. What, what happened? What did he do? He turned into something? I mean... I've I've already told you more than I should. Oh. Um, the problem is, it gets mixed with so many other things around here. 
turn my back for just a moment, so who really knows? What if he turned into dust? What if we're walking on him right now? And Wally just starts walking off like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> just like motioning at the floor, apologizing to it. <laughs> like he just like wanders off like over like, oh, Rick, I'm so sorry, man. It wasn't it wasn't that bad. Manager entropy. A great amount of that dust accumulates inside of my mechanisms. Am I at risk of disappearing as well? Oh, she was whispering this to oh, just okay. Wally. Yeah, she wouldn't she wouldn't lie to SK8. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Wally's just gullible when it comes to like absolute <laughs> gossip. Yeah, and entropy has hella charisma, so <laughs> Alright, and Wally, you you're not uh debating the uh, fairy dust thing at all, are you? No, he bought it. Hook line and okay. sticker. Oh yeah. Uh, he he's, yeah, because he's from the Feywild. Like he would have seen some wild stuff happen. Uh, yeah, so he just immediately assumes that it's exactly the same over here. Because entry got a nineteen on that uh deception check. I <laughs> yeah, sure did. <laughs> I didn't even roll. <laughs> no, he messaged me to roll. <laughs> that was that was me auto failing. And coach is just Standing there dumbfounded, like, all right, well, uh, have you all gone through the checklist for uh, when the microwave does that? Make sure everything back here is working. Wally, did you dust already? Uh, yeah. Okay, just making sure. And she kind of, like, gives him a look like, you know what will happen if you're lying. Uh, Well, he he just puts the pieces together, and he realized that uh, he had already swept up a room or that, like, this room had already been swept up, so when he was going around and apologizing to the dust, there was nothing for him to actually apologize to, because he was like, oh, no, wait, I did do my job. I'm not going to be like Rick. I'm good. (laughs) And around this point, Coach is, like, going around the workshop checking things, and uh, it ain't looking good. Like, Coach just turns back to you all with a grim look on his face. Hey, uh, none of y'all want to, like, take a couple weeks off or anything, do you? Yeah. Just voluntarily. Okay, raises his hand. <laughs> SK-8, where... If you took a few weeks off, where would you go? Just out of curiosity. I'm just genuinely curious. I mean, you're welcome to stay over at our guest his, house. But... Uh, his eyes cut to a small broom closet, and he's like, mm, mm, Family... <laughs> yeah, you got that family, don't you? SK. That family in town you love so much. In another school, you wouldn't know them. <laughs> Insight <Yeah>. check. <laughs> Insight check so hard. That's a 21. Uh, how, do I, how do I oppose that? Uh, you oppose that with deception. Uh,. Well, okay. I only got a 16. You got me. That's a lot. Uh, Coach is also full of shit. <laughs> and you know Coach is hiding something now. Uh, I I can't really afford to pay all of you. You guys were getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we technically were. I mean... Is, I mean, you, you know what they say, a copper a day keeps the doctor away or whatever. <laughs> I mean, That's I'm what not, they say, right, Coach? 
Uh, coach, do they get paid because you do not offer them room and board in that room closet? Sure, that's exactly it, Gary. Uh, you got the finest digs here in Old Covington. Uh, you know, most people would pay a fortune for that room closet, but you know, you're getting it for free. So, uh... Entropy is just staring at Coach, just staring him down at this point. Oh, oh come, come on, Entropy. He's a war force. She has no need for material possessions. Whoa, Coach. This is That's really hurtful. Oh, oh, baby. I don't want material possessions, <laughs> but I do need. Uh, you, you get, you get to charge yourself for free here. All, all the free energy you need. I don't charge myself. I consume a nutrient-rich melange. How much do you know about Warforged, Coach? Uh, Coach walks over to SK and leans in really close and uh, just whispers, Hey, SK, SK, you can't leave me here alone. Why not? It gets real sad oh, here at night. And uh, everyone else in the room can roll a perception check if they want to try to pick up the conversation. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. We'll call this another uh, D. Uh, we'll call it a DC seventeen perception debt. Yeah, like the thirteen. Dirty twenty. Wow, that is a whole five. Paul is not paying attention. All right, Wally, you are picking up on the fact that both Coach and SK actually live in the repair shop. Everyone knows SK lives here. Well, yeah, everyone knows SK lives here, but you were picking up on the fact that uh, Coach also lives here. And uh, you, you were also hearing more of this conversation, Wally, and Coach says, hey, hey SK, I, I had to sell my house <clears throat> to be able to afford to pay them because I don't want to be that kind of boss who's like, oh, yeah, I, I got to, like, you know, fire people because we're not making a lot of money. Wait, you get paid and have a house? My Coach. house is here. Uh, yeah, what's up, Wally? Coach, dude, are you hard up for money? Like, what's hey, wa- going wa- on? Wa- Wally, Wally. Watch goddamn language around <laughs> here, Wally. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Like, come on. I, hey, hey, wa- wa- Wally, don't don't you live in like a... Uh, sorry, Wally. I, that, I got real personal real fast. I'm sorry, Wally. <laughs> Please forgive me. <laughs> My my bungalow is luxurious, all right, man? It's great. But, like, this... Are you doing okay, buddy? Like, I know you're my boss, but, like... Wally, I ain't doing great. Uh, the repair shop's not doing well, Wally. Uh, we ain't getting many... You know we're not getting customers. That parking lot's full every day because everyone parks there because they hate trying to back out on the square because they might hit another car and, you know, even if they did want to park there, most of the parking spaces are taken anyway. I mean, yeah, people can't drive, but, like... Yeah, they park I mean, here because they can't fucking drive, so they just park here and walk over to the square. Well, I feel like there's... I mean, if we had people parking here because they did want to go to the shop, then we wouldn't just be extra parking for other places. Yeah, I mean, we, we got to get our name out there somehow, Wally, but... I don't know anything about Facebook. Uh, how many about followers what? we got on? Fa- oh, 
Okay, yeah. Oh, wait, no, we did establish that Wally does have an account. Never mind. Yeah, Wally does Wally's (laughs) wisdoms on. So, uh, plus about to make him like a completely technologically disconnected bumpkin for a second, but no, (laughs) no, I forgot it was canon that he is like a large portion of their online presence. (laughs) We have a piece of Wally wisdom for today. Um, oh, it's not Facebook, it's Faybook. Um, Entropy just kind of sighs and says, well, um, what was the prize on that little adventuring poster thing? And how much in comparison would it cost to maybe expand the parking situation? Because we could really kill two birds with one stone here. Well, uh, Entropy... The parking's not the only thing. It seems like the toaster blew out a lot of the stuff that we use for, like, the higher-end repairs. We still got a couple of these Minden wands left. Those still work great, so we can do small repairs in the two weeks between now and the competition. But uh, (sighs) most of our money's in the bigger things. So we need a sponsor, then, is what you're saying? I mean... I could see that the store is the sponsor in the competition, and you know, maybe maybe they'll put a big picture of our store's logo on the screen, and people will be like, "Hey, that's a cool logo. Let's go check out that store." A team can have more than one sponsor, right? Yeah. Then consider it done. I'll just talk to my father's. What's that? Father. Talk to my father. Oh, okay, uh, I I thought you said fathers plural, like you got like six dads or something. <laughs> Would there be a problem with that? No, I had two moms growing up. Well, I'm pretty sure I can get my father's medical company to sponsor us. You know, slap a little logo on the sleeve or something like that. I'll get all of those details figured out. But and she looks at the boys instead. I'm not going to take care of all the danger this time. Whoa, what do you mean all the danger? I mean, I mostly took care of it. You're going to you have to saw me training. dust that guy. You saw one that. of them. You know, I, I do. By myself. And I protected. It was great. Right. I still think we could all do with some training. Yep, that sounds accurate. Alright, so, uh, training. I might be a, like, I left my coach days behind, though. Did you, coach? <laughs> I see that twinkle in your eye. <laughs> Come on, You'll coach. Don't introduce yourself to people as coach. We do uh, actually only call you coach. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's because coach is actually my first name. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty a, ironic. A I'm kidding. I'm kidding. My my first name's actually Timothy. Well, I mean, I knew that. I've looked at all the paperwork in the back. You had me there for a second, Coach. You yeah. Had me there for but a why second. would you want to go by Timothy? What? I mean, it's not the worst name. Yeah, yeah it could no. be Paul. <laughs> then we'd have two Pauls, and that would just be so confusing. Can't I you think Paul's a classic name. Paul and bad Paul. Kids used to call me Coach Ironhide, though, because they didn't like uh, saying my long hyphenated last name. Uh, it was uh, Iron Gut Hydlin. Iron Gut Hyphen Hydlin. It's a healthy, dwarfish name. It's a little bit of a mouthful. 
Yeah, like I said, two moms, uh, hyphenated last name. You know, Coach, you could just do like a shortened version of your first name. Instead of Timothy, you could just be like, Mothy. <laughs> I felt it coming, and I Look just, out. like held my arms out in excitement for that joke to hit me. <laughs> Look out, world, Mothy's coming. I mean, everyone already calls him Coach, and it sounds like it's the perfect name for his new additional job title. Well, I, I guess I won't let y'all down. Uh, they're opening the new high school this year, and I think some of my old stuff is still in the old high school, so maybe at some point we can swing by, see if we can get in there, get some of that stuff, check out some of the training stuff there. See if they still have any of my old training stuff, or if they just threw it out, because... How old are we talking? Uh, probably about five, ten years. That sounds gross. Give me a list of what you need. <laughs> I probably have most of it at my gym at home anyways. Well, I mean, there there might be some stuff in there from uh, the new coach, or... Uh, I think there was, like, an occult club or something there, too, if you want to check some of their oh, stuff out. No, as uh, a... As a somewhat duly appointed officer of the law, uh, I, you're I, a security I, guard, Paul. Look, I can't. I still can't be okay with you stealing things. That's just uh, that goes against Paul, some morals. Just Paul. Paul, they they ain't using the school anymore. They ain't using that building anymore. Oh, I thought you were talking about stealing from the new coach. Yeah, yeah. No, we can. Do no, some... no, no. We're stealing from the old school. I mean, borrowing from the old school with the intent to return. If you know, oh, it's intent to return. Good to go. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, we also got the broken stuff in the back that we can try to repair and use if we want to go that way. And if we need, like, practice, uh, someplace to practice, um, you know, the, the security guards for Leto Diaries, they have softball on Sundays. We could always go afterward. They don't invite me, but they have it. They have the uh, softball I, Sundays. I really don't want to play softball ball with uh, Lord no, Shatterstar. No, I'm just saying, like, the, the field I, I, he's, will be open. A, he's a unicorn. No, the field will be open afterwards. Oh, well, it'll be open. I, I mean, I, I just don't know how he can play softball, though, with them hooves. And... Oh, uh, the uh, his horn? It yeah. floats. It makes things float. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. That sounds kind of cheaty to me. It 100% is. His team always wins. It is uh, a miracle, somehow. Or at least that's what he says it is. That doesn't sound like a very fun game if you know the results every single time. But, you know, before we... We can fix one of them softball games for some quick cash if y'all are up for that. The real money when it comes to softball and all of that is just go get your umpire license. They always need umpires. Now, Entropy, if one were to ask where to get an umpire's license, uh, where, where would they do <sighs> I'll print that off, too, but I'm going to need a list of the equipment that you need. Because I don't know about you, but my bail money is, you know, a limited resource. And I don't know if I have enough to bail out everyone if we get caught stealing from a school. An old so... school that nobody uses. Still, um, how bored do you think the cops are out here? Because they really just kind of go around looking to create crimes for them to solve. Um, so it would just be safer for me to just 
procure items on my own, or I can see about using um, the company's gym at my father's office. Uh, Alright, I I guess call your dad up, Entropy. I I really don't want to lean on your family for money. Oh no, don't worry. Our logo's going to be everywhere. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, not bigger than the spheres, but... Uh, Do we want to pop over to Entropy talking to her dad about... uh... Or or does anyone else have any ideas they want to pitch? Oh, I just kind of assumed you were going to let me do it. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to let you do it. But I, I also want to see if there's any other ideas out there to be pitched. Not a, not a thing. I already put my softball thing on, out there. That, that's where I got the softball field for practice. We got that. I'm not the playing guy. So we, we don't have a map for this yet. But, uh... Entropy, you walk into, uh, well, you, you probably called your dad up earlier and told him to meet you at your place. Yeah, I give him a big hug as a greeting and all of that, which would be normal. Um, and, you know, sit down, pour the wine and all of that. Um, I imagine we would catch up for a few minutes and then I would hit him with the, you know, that job. (laughs) that you really want me to keep the one where i'm now assistant manager at Mm, yes the uh item shop well item repair shop technically but you know i am assistant manager but we're trying a new venture um i know you've heard of the whole adventuring sport thing and how big that's getting um we finally decided to put the muscle heads there into the field and see how that fares and drum up some more business because if we don't get more advertising and more business coming in, I might not have that job for much longer. So I was wondering how big advertising budget is if we were to wear jerseys that have the logo on there and get on TV and maybe even win a big prize, you know, things like that. And Andrew, as you were pouring wine for your father, who was a tanned half-elf with luxurious long white hair and a nice trimmed white beard, uh, he's just sitting there in a suit, takes a sip of the wine, and then you hear his voice walking in from another room, and you see the same half-elven man wearing the same suit, same long, luxurious was it silver or white hair? White. It, yeah, white hair, white, neatly trimmed beard. And, and he, he says, just rolls her eyes. Ugh, again. Do I have to repeat the spiel? Uh, no, I, I heard you, Entropy, but sadly, I am already sponsoring a team. Uh, which team? Uh, I believe the team was a uh, store by the name of Arcane Infinite Repair. Entropy is just staring at him like, are you fucking kidding? She, it it takes a moment and then she takes a long drink of her wine and says, you know, they are one of our direct competitors. And by sponsoring them instead of us, you are basically putting me out of a job, which you wanted me to get in the first place. Entropy, you could get hired anywhere. 
Because everyone knows who you are. Why do you stick to this tiny repair shop, Entropy? Because the people there are tolerable. Hmm. Tolerable. Do you really want me going and running amok at the family business anytime soon? Because I can. I'm sure all the young lads at the office won't get distracted at all. Remind me to put in a word with uh, security that you were only allowed to meet me outside of the building. I did not have them getting too worked up. Daddy, I would never hurt your business. Okay, by entropy, going entropy. Please <sighs> never call me daddy again. Dad, I wouldn't hurt your business by going in dressed in any other way than your daughter should. But if I'm out of a job, I don't know where else I would go, so. <sighs> I mean, I would have job security, so I'm not sure if all of the, you know, rules about what you're supposed to wear would really apply in the end. And your dad that is sitting on the couch looks over to you and says, well, Entropy, I wouldn't mind if you worked there. See, that's a good reason for me to not work there. And your dad that walked into the room is looking at you and says, Entropy, he is my assistant. What? He's just here to go to a meeting for me that I don't want to go to. I don't, I don't know why he's drinking the wine that you poured for me, though, because he needs to go into the meeting sober. And you see his face change back to, like, the typical, like, changeling face with the dark eyes for a second. And then it goes back to the, uh, half-elf face. I mean, you can technically sponsor more than one team. Yes, Entropy, but it is a conflict of interest. I mean, I could always just go get a job in the advertising department and, you know, fix that problem. Entropy, I did not wish for you to learn what this corporate world was like so soon. Well. But I will not budge. Well, at least let our team use, borrow some equipment for two weeks. Roll a persuasion check. Oh boy. <laughs> 24. Bat my eyelashes at him a little bit, trying to look like his little girl. Entropy, we, I'm sure my people can get you, uh, Something for recovery to borrow for the next two weeks. But after that two-week period, it's back to us. Do I make myself understood, Entropy? <sighs> Better than nothing, I suppose. Can't believe you're sponsoring our direct Entropy, I could cut your allowance by another 1K. I mean, I just want to know who greenlit that. Like, did they just not know? Entropy, could you survive on 3k a week? All I'm asking, I'm not going to do anything to them. I'm not even going to talk to them. I just want to give them a dirty look. Entropy, you, that's it. 3.5k a week, Entropy. I feel like it's a valid question, but okay. 3.25. So you're going to cut my allowance and sponsor our direct competitor, which could lead to me losing. Keep it up, Entropy, and open 3K. Fine, fine. Did you want any of this wine? I already opened the bottle. 
And he just picks up the bottle and walks away. But Entropy, it's about this time that you get a message on your social media. Oh, she's instantly checking that. And let me find it. And it's an Instagram. No, it's still a Facebook message. And it's asking if you know any adventurers that would like to be brand ambassadors. And it looks like it's from someone that you went to high school with when you still lived in Atlanta. Um, uh, the name is Caroline with two R's. I'm immediately scrolling her profile to look for MLM stuff. <laughs> uh, there's no MLM stuff. This was like one of the nice ritzy Atlanta high schools that you went to for uh, the first three years of high school before you moved here to Covington. So like a lot of uh, people there, you, you know, young heirs and heiresses attending that school, and then you all moved to Covington, where it's nice and quiet. Uh, I'm going to respond with, actually, um, I've heard of a very promising new team that has just sprung up in Covington, and I would put my name behind them. (laughs) (laughs) Roll me a uh, DC-10 persuasion check. Eleven. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> Gotta love that pro- proficiency. <laughs> it's like just, uh... just barely sold it. And uh, she's like, "Sweet, uh, we can meet up sometime soon." Uh, should I swing over to Covington? Do you want to come to Atlanta? I I could meet you and this team at the store. I mean, if you want to meet the team, um, come out here. And Entropy is going to tell her whatever is usually the best time of day to meet everyone because I don't <laughs> I don't feel like establishing that um, and sets it for two days yeah like coach can probably get together like a team meeting or something yeah so the next day or well I don't know if we're ready to move to the next day but entropy would be like texting everyone and letting them know that a potential sponsor is going to come, telling them when, and getting shirt sizes from them. And, uh, SK, you and Coach are in the repair shop, and you get this text, and Coach starts, like, sprinting around the shop cleaning. Like, it's after hours, you both live here. In the, like, in the very back of your workshop, there is an office with a locked door in there. And behind the locked door in the office is, like, a door with a single bed. Like, or, sorry, a small room with a single bed. Like, some open canned food in there that you can't tell if it's cat food or tuna. Like, the label, the label is very (laughs) unclear about it. (laughs) But there's a bunch of empty cans in the room. Just as canned fish, that's it. <laughs> and coach is cleaning, and like he starts chucking the cans to the back area, like the storage area where you go to take the trash before taking it out. Okay, so wait, we're in, we're in coach's room, and coach is just uh, uh, the two of you are just in the shop in general cleaning yeah. up because you have a visitor coming by soon or in two days. Coach, the 
negative energies emanating from this room are attracting spirits, and I worry that they are going to reach some sort of critical mass. Their whispers have become disturbing. Well, Skate, uh, <laughs> before I can get some uh, good food for cheap, that isn't either tuna fish or cat food, I could not tell. my nutrient paste with you. It does contain nutrients. That's good enough for me. Uh, we'll split the bill on it. How about that? Maybe I'll cut a bit of this punch uh, taking that nutrient paste. Uh, and Skate will hand him a, a tube of um, of uh, Nile, Nile brand uh, Warforged nutrient paste. <laughs> and he downs it. And, well, I'm going to roll a quick con check for him. Alright, it ain't any worse than that canned mystery meat that I've been eating that could be tuna or cat food, or maybe even dog food, no one knows. Uh, do you think parakeet food comes in cans, or is that, or is it just limited to dogs and cats? I wouldn't know. I'm, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's okay. Uh, we, we can learn more together as uh, Coach and his new... I don't, I don't know what to call you. Uh, I haven't been a coach in a while. New responsibilities been in, been added to my contract, coach. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I guess we better start getting you some actual money too. Yes, please. Entropy sends a follow up text asking if anyone has food allergies and their protein powder <laughs> flavor preference. Plain. <laughs> Actually, I, I want to know what everyone sends back to their protein powder flavor preference. Uh, SKA will send back uh, that uh, he prefers plain, but he does recommend the strawberry flavored protein paste. Uh, Wally just sends back four words. Good berry, best berry. <laughs> Amazing. Um. Uh, Paul sends uh, anything but chocolate, um, and he can't eat uh, onions, garlic, chives, macadamia nuts, corn on the cob, avocado, <laughs> artificial sweeteners, alcohol, cooked bones, uh, grapes, raisins, uh, and he lists an entire other just list of things that uh, he uh, that he can't eat. Bones? Uh, yeah, they're they're better for him than cooked ones. Oh, okay. Yeah, because um, they have the nutrients. Oh, you're just reading gotcha. off a list of guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all got there. You did it, guys. Coach sends a reply that says free. We we solved Alex's dog joke. <laughs> um, what's the, solved it in the actual amount of time that it would have what taken. What is the status of the microwave, uh, Gary? If Coach and I are hanging out in the back of the store, uh, the microwave is still gone. Um, SK8 still keeps that that spot on the counter like clean and like pristine, just just in case the the microwave ever does decide to come back. He's he's, he's leaving a candle in the window for the microwave. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, while we're here, um, Coach, I have an anxiety I wish to voice. Oh, what's wrong, SK? Engaged in physical violence. What do I, how, 
when is when should I learn? Uh, we'll well we'll be learning soon, SK. Uh, but you know sometimes the best thing you can do is just back up your friends. You don't have to be out there throwing punches or anything. Sometimes you just got to back up your friends and it'll be all right. And, you know, the fear of death has been taken out of adventuring for a while now. Uh, they they make sure it's very non-lethal. Like, yeah, there's serious injuries sometimes, but it's non-lethal for the most part. Wow, okay, uh, a little dark there. Uh, my bad. But, uh, I'm, I'm going to get you to smile one of these days, SK. Oh, a real, genuine, non-program <laughs> smile. Oh, that sounded racist, and I take it back, SK. I'm still, I'm still learning. I. That is accurate. There is a executable file extension labeled .smile1, uh, but I, it appears to be corrupted. Oh, dang. I can't really... Uh, does it have any runes I can fix? Probably not, right? Uh, what are Wally and Paul doing for these two days leading up until? Well, no, the, the next day, uh, the next day. would be coming in with stuff. Well, I was uh, the meet up with the sponsor. Oh, I was just gonna say the next day she would be coming in, and probably not even scheduled that day, but uh, bringing um, really nice like. Under Armour or whatever the equivalent brand is of like uh, workout shirts and shorts and all of that stuff. So the team looks uniform um, and coach gets his own special shirt. It's not monogrammed yet, but uh, whatever the logo colors are or like whatever the company color is, they're those colors and they look nice. Uh, and protein powder for everyone, and it is the expensive stuff. You mean it's not muscle milk? No, it's just called malt. It's called it's called malt, malt, malt milk in this, and it's it's <laughs> malt. It's milked from fa- the fey cat demons, malks. Oh, fucking gross! What is, what is what is the Forgotten Realms version of uh, Orok? It'd be Orok milk. Okay, as long as it's not Minotaur milk, we're good. No. Uh, <laughs> no. 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 No, it would be Auroch milk. Uh, Paul slams it back, and he uh, he puts his cup down, asking I, for another one. I mean, I was bringing everybody like good a tub protein. of powder. <laughs> Snorts it. And Let's go. Yeah, she's going to rethink that for him. And uh, Coach looks at the boys... And then looks at entropy and like gestures for the boys to come in closer. Yes, All right, uh, so boys, when, when entropy's not around, we, we we can do some of the fun team stuff, like just doing a line of protein powder for laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> like it, it doesn't really help anything. It's just really funny because it's like you're doing cocaine, but it's protein powder. Or we can store a pre-workout. That that will actually uh, get you wired, and I do not recommend it because you will be in the hospital within three hours. I mean, you might be. I'm definitely not gonna. Couldn't uh, we just <laughs> snort cocaine? Yeah, yeah, but that's legal and habit forming, and I don't even want to snort the work like the pre-workout. 
I guess it's just one of those things that's been ingrained in me from years in the sports field where, you know, it's like, hey, boys will be boys. Let's fucking start some pre-work. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm beginning to see that a lot of my past was full of toxic masculinity. That sound, that like all sounds just very unhealthy. Yeah, it was not healthy. The important thing is you're learning from that and you're becoming a better person become, because of it. I mean, I'm in my 80s, so <laughs> dug them off. Uh, yeah, it's okay, little guy. That, we can't all be toxic old. Toxic masculinity in this world is <laughs> is for jokey jokes, inhaling toxic chemicals. <laughs> that, that's a little bit of it. Okay. And then, uh, anyone want to do anything else before we move to the day where the sponsor shows up? I will say, entropy the night. After that, she would just tell everyone um, where to go to go and work out at the gym. Um, or I don't know, where do you want everybody to work out, Gary? Like, what is your idea I for mean, that? You can do some working out on your free time. Coach will probably have some stuff planned for you eventually. Uh, Coach actually sends Entropy a text saying, Hey, uh, Entropy, you, you want me to wear one of... Uh, oh, shit, I, I don't have any polos yet. Uh, what should I wear when uh, the sponsor comes in? The collared shirt that I gave you in the bag of shirts and some khaki pants. Oh, okay, so not the shorts with the five-inch inseam. <laughs> yes. There are khaki pants at the bottom of the bag. I kind of guessed, but... I'm seeing the khaki shorts with the five-inch inseam right here. Are you sure? Is there something... Do they not fit? I, I mean, I, I got a little bit of cake. <laughs> it's not it's not fitting in the long pants, but for some reason it's fitting in these five-inch inseam shorts <laughs> like a dream. Maybe it'll help us. <laughs> All right. They really do fit on a nice caked booty, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like Hoochie Daddy shorts. I got like two pairs, man. So, we cut to the day where the sponsor shows up. There we go. Finally got that back room cleared up. pretzels? Uh, <laughs> yes. Giant pretzels. There's also just some loose pretzels on the bed in that room. Those bad boys have got the stale. fungus? <laughs> yeah, a little bit of fungus growing in the room, too. Uh, Coach ain't doing so hot no, right now, in case yeah. you haven't noticed. Yeah. We coach, have is, we have. coach is eating mystery canned food. There's loose pretzels like in his bed and bedroom, and there's some fungus growing in the corner of his tiny, depressing bedroom that he is living in in this repair shop. Coach, coach got big. My wife left me, and I can't mm-hmm. take care of myself. Energy. He's gonna get berry berry. Uh, co- coach is, uh, as he said to SK sold his house so he could afford to pay the boys at Entropy. Get yours together, coach. <laughs> so, into the shop walks a young African-American woman with a, uh, like, some big sunglasses on, and she drops a hefty bag on the counter, and on the bag is the Carl Co. logo, and that's Carl with two R's. Uh, Carl Co. being the same company that made the uh, screens from that are in uh, my so-called uh, bar and grill. 
Um, is Entropy Man in the front desk? Yeah. Entropy would already be there, making sure everything is spotless. Um, and just gives everyone the big customer service smile and says, Welcome right on time. I love that. How's everyone doing today? And it, it is just Caroline that has come here to meet you. Oh, I thought you said there was the second person. My bad. Uh, nope, just I, I was using Rio's token. But, uh, Caroline with two R's. <laughs> Caroline just to know, where's this, where's this second R here? Is it like a silent R? Is it like R Caroline? or C-A-R-R-O. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure for the notes that I got that right. Thank you. And, and you know... Uh, Entropy, you remember her from high school. Uh, roll me a quick history check. Oh, boy. Uh, 16. 16. Uh, you remember that her father is the owner of Carl Co. Okay. Um, it sure has been a while, but you look fantastic. Have you been working out, or are you leaving that to the adventurers? Uh, entropy, Entropy, it's great to see you. Uh, have you been working out too? You look s slimmer, at least, you know, below the rib cage. Thank you for noticing. Um, I actually just got a new corset. It's fantastic. I can tell you the details later. I know you are a busy person, and I would love to introduce you to this fantastic team here. Well, Entropy, I am here because I am looking for brand ambassadors. For uh, my company, which is a subsidiary of Carl Co. Uh, my company is the Ferocious Felis, and we make adventuring tools. Well, I think this is going to be a fantastic group to probably show off some of those tools. Um, we do have a variety of skills, um, a fantastic coach, and I think a lot of promise. Well, right now I have uh, just two of our items with me. Uh, so we'll give the, uh, you can give these a test run in your adventure. You get some great pictures, uh, get us some good PR out there. And we may consider extending this. That would be amazing. I mean, are you planning on adventuring long term or is this just... Well, that kind of depends on how it goes. I think our team has a lot of promise and could probably make it in the long term. But right now, maybe a few adventuring tournaments a year. We're going to see how it goes because, you know, a lot of it is a fun sport and you don't want to, you know, drop too many contracts with people and then they end up resenting it later. So we're going to do a test run with the goal of being long-term. Well, Entropy, why don't you get the team out here and we'll, we'll just see how well we mesh. All, all right, absolutely. Uh, she's going to open the door. Um, Wally is immediately on the other side of the door because he was just walking over. <laughs> yeah, I was like, do I slam the door into him? I saw you move your token. Um, I mean, maybe. Uh, I don't know which way the door swings. Both wow. ways, baby. Hey. <laughs> oh, yes, this is definitely hitting me in the face. Yeah. Entropy just kind of, like, looks at Wally like, 
great, fabulous, first impression, wonderful, couldn't be better. We really, uh... Team, why don't you come out here? We really gotta come up with something to say when we're opening this door. This is... And he kind of, like, bumps his nose up from the bottom. This happens a lot. Well, we did have that little bell before (laughs) Rick microwaved. Man is a fiend with a microwave. (laughs) Honestly, what kind of a sociopath just, like, microwaves a fucking bell? That's metal. It's gonna (laughs) fuck up your microwave. Well, no, it was one of those little cheap plastic ones, and it had some interesting designs on it that I don't... That Our sponsor is here. So, please. Wally, Wally, real quick, uh, Wally, real quick, just looks back on his memory of the conversation from previous night, from that, from that other night about (laughs) the, like, pixie dust or whatever, and he just says (laughs) under his breath, like, the fairies did us. (laughs) Hi, Gary, we're here to hijack your lore. (laughs) (laughs) That worked for me. No respect, just... Just Rick. <laughs> and Coach walks, like, just struts out in his nice button-down shirt and yes. five-inch in team shorts. Which is a lot more on a dwarf, to be fair. Yeah, to be fair. And he's got, like, some boat shoes on and, like, a little thin gold chain. This is an aggressive fashion choice. Yeah, Save some pussy for the rest of us, Coach. Jesus. <laughs> sure is a choice, isn't it? Uh, no, 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 nice, no, nice meet you, spo- sponsor. I'm Coach. Entropy is going to kind of give introductions as everyone comes out to make it a little less awkward. So pretend Entropy has now introduced everyone. Yeah, uh, Caroline is shaking hands with everyone. And uh, she pulls two items from the bag. The first one is a big, poofy petticoat that's in pink. Just pure pink. Yes, this is the petticoat of Paris sailing. Uh, We're still working on this one in the lab. Still got some kinks to work out. So uh, mechanically, the skirt or this petticoat will allow you to have a glide speed of... 30 feet for one round, but you have to finish that round on the ground or else you just drop the rest of that. Oh, I know exactly who's going to use this. Um, hey, hey, Paul. I was about to say Paul, Paul like at the same time. <laughs> uh, Paul lumbers in from the, uh, from the back. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, what's going on, guys? Our sponsor has a new tool for you to try out. Isn't it Um, lovely? You know, not really my color. Holding it up like actually I do think it complements your skin tone perfectly. You have like the olive undertones a little bit, and this just Oh, I never noticed. Yeah, it's just the perfect shade. Oh, entropy, I thought that you were a member of this team. Well, I am, but I mean, Our company actually <laughs> wanted you to model that. I see. Uh, he's already starting <laughs> to put it on uh, before she can uh, before interview. Well, uh, Paul, sir, please do not ruin my company's image. Uh, I don't think I'd be ruining the company's image. I mean, just just look at me. Uh, he puts it on, uh, and it's it's like a poofier blazer 
on him. <laughs> it's a little, a little large. A nice salmon color too, though. I think this is going to do wonders for our inclusion in the company, so maybe we could spin it that way. <laughs> I, I think this would be good. Does it happen to come in other colors by chance? Or just with, like, accents? We tried red, and uh, you just go plummeting straight down in red. Green. Sometimes you just sail off into infinity, and uh, we still have not found the uh, little test dummy that we put in that one. What about purple? I would be okay with a purple. Oh, you don't want to do purple. What did purple do? Explosion. Now, see, have you considered remarketing it as a weapon? Well, I... You gotta convince someone else to put it on, and then it explodes? Mm, that does seem time-consuming. Yeah, yeah. But we also have one more item here. And, you know, here at the uh, Ferocious Felis, we pride ourselves on reinventing things that already kind of work. And she pulls out a magic wand that looks kind of like a magic wand like a oh no like a magic wand um, like, oh. and this is oh. an arcane oh. focus oh gerald gerald why do you keep why introducing you... magic sex toys to us uh, this is this is legitimately a magic wand uh in case you haven't noticed already the ferocious felis is the mad cats of this world Oh, God, Jesus. So, is this a Batachi, or...? It's an arcane focus. Uh, It does not actually do any massaging. Just pick it up. That means it's ready to cast. (laughs) That's the wrong one. She takes that, puts it in the bag, and pulls out a new one. What Deeps, no, you weren't I even here for the penis pump. It was... The like, listeners so weren't either, you know, until we released that lost footage. That's not lost. We're just holding on to it. I already brain-dumped it. Some. But, yeah, the mad cats of this world. Subsidiary of Carl Co. So, does the, does the real magic wand Right. Yep. Does it... Does it kind of look like a like a microphone? Because SKA would probably actually use a microphone, <laughs> use it as a microphone. Yeah, it, it kind of looks like a microphone, SKA. and it is an arcane focus. Yeah, no, SKA is going to come over and um, just just uh, rip some rip some lyrics into that bad boy. See it, see how it sounds. We end this episode with SK8 ripping some mad lyrics into a magic wand that looks like a magic wand. I use thaumaturgy to make his voice echo more. <laughs> oh, the lyrics go a little something like this. So, <laughs> all I have known. All my <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, if you have enjoyed what you listened to today, uh, just shoot us an email at critsandgrits at gmail.com, C-R-I-T-S-A-N-D-G-R-I-T-S, 
at gmail.com. Uh, and if also, bully, if you want to bully Gary, same email. Go for it. Yeah, I mean, do you really want to bully? Do you know what happens if you bully me? I'm into that. So uh, go ahead and send those emails, <laughs> listeners. You're only hurting yourselves. Go ask for fewer uh, sex toys. Please. We, we could do without. <laughs> that, that's the last what one, really maybe. reassuring thing to say. Thank you. It's, yeah. I mean, the idea came to me because of Mad Cats. I, I spent a lot of time thinking about Mad Cats last week. At what week. point did it, did it fuse with sex toy, though? Well, I mean, because Mad Cats controllers were controllers that look like controllers. Probably would look like controllers like that, though. <laughs> So, a magic wand that looks like a magic wand. Bye. But uh, also, uh, check out some of the people that have supported us over the uh, past few years we've been doing this. Uh, Tithus on Twitch. You can follow him on twitch.tv forward slash Tithus. Uh, Jess over at Momocon. Uh, check out the Momocon socials on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, follow Jess on twitch.tv forward slash Jess Panda. We also have our favorite sometimes GM, Kyler. You can find him over on YouTube at Fishing After Five. And uh, check out our favorite narrator, Jay. Uh, you can find him at twitch.tv forward slash rush 918. And his friend, Ducky, who is an amazing guy. Uh, you can find him on twitch.tv forward slash Ducky, please. D-U-C-K-I-E-P-L-Z. And uh, we don't have any questions because... Guess what? New campaign, baby. I hope y'all are ready. Uh, anything you guys want to say before we give a jumbled good night? Jumbled. Jumbled good night. Jumbled good night. Yeah, jumbled good night, everyone. Missed it. Good night, everybody.